Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Abdeze Okezia, the live video visibility queen with emotic accent. And you're listening to the Style with Anna podcast, the one and only podcast about the many expressions of style. Find out how our exceptional guests turn their flaws into assets and how they define style from their own and unique perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and kindly leave a one-sentence review. Now, let us join the journey and meet the hosts, Anna in Style, aka The Style Medium. Thank you, Daisy, for the lovely introduction. It's always a pleasure hearing your professional accent. This episode gives you the opportunity to soak in the wisdom of Cara Joya Huenica Kisis, peak performance coach, retreat maven, and luxury strategist for entrepreneurs, as we talk about how her close relationships stood up the test of COVID, what kind of people light up her soul, what is one of the key questions in entrepreneurship, the transformational benefits of travel, what is a true luxury experience, and why the sense of style is critical for her industry. You will also learn what she said that lit up my soul as she was speaking directly to my creative, adventurous mind. Watch out for this lady because she is on fire. Hello, Kara, and thank you and welcome for being here. I'm so excited to be able to speak to you. I've been looking forward to finally get you in here. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. And thank you for inviting me. I think this is so exciting that you're starting up this brand new podcast. I'm delighted to get to be a part of it with you. Thank you so much. So let's get right into it. And would you like to share with me what are the three words that best describe you from the top of your head? The three words that best describe me. I'll give you the three words that I think I try to describe me every day. The first one is definitely joy, which is even my middle name. Um, oftentimes I even go by my middle name, which is Joya. And it's just one of the mantras I keep in my mind to always try to find and bring the joy into any situation. I think a second word to describe me, I hope, would be curious. I love to learn. I'm always reading new books, listening to other people's podcasts, watching their shows on YouTube, just that endless sense of curiosity about the world, all different topics, all different subjects, and figuring out how I can make that part of my life. And then if I had to pick a third word to describe me, I think it would be free and open. That's just something else that I always try for in my life. I don't like to feel confined or restricted. I always want that whole combination of time freedom, financial freedom, life freedom. Those would be my three words. Wow, that's freedom all the way. Joy <laughs> and laughter. I mean, <laughs> we can already see, it. I mean, those who can see you. But even from your voice, it is obvious that you are a very cheerful person. 
So I Thank assume you. I assume you are an extrovert. Actually, technically, I think I actually come down as an ambivert. I'm almost right there on the line because the the curiosity part of me is definitely a bookworm. Uh, my part of my academic background I actually started out my career in academia thinking I wanted to be a professor of English before I realized I didn't want that job in academia and got into entrepreneurship as well. So on the one hand, I'm perfectly happy for hours on end in a room by myself with a book. But on the other hand, I, I do also like to interact with people and serve my clients as an entrepreneur. So I think I kind of have both of those halves to myself. Oh, the best of both worlds. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, people are rare. Um, people with this ability, maybe it seems that there are a lot of us like that. But I believe that some of us learn the second characteristic. So the first one is ours. And the second mm. one we learn because it's important to us. It helps us in our progress, in our development, in our success. So then we become this multifunctional, how would I call it nicely? multifunctional let's call it nicely multifunctional being <laughs> that is capable of joining both worlds together i think you're right sometimes that really is the key to success if that were true for me then definitely the extroversion is the part that i've had to learn i think sometimes it's even i have to remind myself to get out there put myself out there especially now that COVID is coming to an end and there are more again of the networking meetings and all of that. But definitely one of the things I always heard was introversion and extroversion was all about energy and where you get your energy from and what drains your energy. So there is a certain way where even amongst a group of people or a crowd or up on stage, I will get a certain amount of energy, but then I'll be totally wiped out for the whole day. And then what will re-energize me is to just spend the next day at home, in my pajamas, reading books, listening to podcasts, totally happy in my own little world. Oh, I can so hear you on that. <laughs> we would be perfect together, you know, on vacation. Uh, you would read your book, I would read my book, and it would be perfect. <laughs> well, you know, it's really funny because I actually, the first time I even had this realization about myself was after I met the man who is now my husband. And I realized in, in a certain way, he's exactly the same as me in this respect. And I think it's what makes us a really good pair. Because a lot of times when people meet him for the first time, they also assume he's an extrovert because he does sales, he's even more so than I, he's really more comfortable talking with just about anyone. He could go up to you in a store and have a conversation with you. He's a chef by passion, and so he loves being the host and interacting with people. But when you really dial down, he really is his most happiest by himself. And so we make a perfect couple that way. Even in the pandemic, it worked out really well because we were both working from home, but he would be downstairs and I would be upstairs and we would just spend hours in our own little world. And then, you know, we'd get together for breakfast and lunch and dinner and at the end of the day, and we were perfectly happy that way. 
Oh, that's so great. That's so great. <laughs> Mine is an extrovert. <laughs> so he needs people. <laughs> <laughs> but when we go on vacation, we love our solitude, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So yes, that's something, something to create this bond between uh, the two people living together and loving each other mm-hmm. and so on. So tell me, what kind of people light up your soul? Oh, you ask all these really deep questions. I love it. <laughs> well, when you ask that, you know, I think of obviously my husband, I think of the really close friends I have. This is probably another way in which I probably really am an introvert in that all my life I've always preferred to have a small number of really close friends. And I've even remained friends. For example, my high school best friend is still really close friends of mine, even though we're both in the US, but we live in two totally different states. And sometimes we'll go long periods of time without contacting each other, especially during the pandemic, but we still have that bond where the second we get back together, it's like we've never been apart. But when I think about the characteristics of the people that I really like to spend time with, I think there is that sense of, the words I wanna use are depth and substance. There's a kind of intellectual vibe to it. I, I told you I spent a lot of time in academia. So even when I get together with my close friends, it is one of those situations where I can get together one-on-one with someone and we could spend hours together just one-on-one and just having really in-depth conversations about a whole wide range of topics, I think. And that's what really lights up my soul. I belong to, even during the pandemic, I started signing up for a lot of different book clubs because talking about different ideas, different topics and culture all of that is really fascinating to me wow that's amazing yeah you're my kind of person (laughs) (laughs) this episode is sponsored by creating long-lasting relationships for strong women online course by choose your signature style You're going to learn step-by-step how to quickly and easily develop new relationships and improve the ones you've already got so that you can experience a better life at home and work starting today. Visit www.stylewithanna.shop and now let's get back to the show. So let's talk business. Let's do it. What makes you unique in your business? You know, that's part of the journey that I've even been on as an entrepreneur was to figure out that exact question. And I realized it really is one of the key questions to entrepreneurship. What I even see that makes the most successful and fulfilled entrepreneurs truly successful and fulfilled is because they're able to carve out that really unique niche that is who they are but that's a lot of work (laughs) to really figure that out so that's definitely the journey that I've been on and for sure I'm positive it is still evolving as we speak 
But and, and part of even my struggle was to figure out from all of the things that interest me, what were going to be the very specific things that I were going to focus on and bring together and start to create a niche. So a piece of advice that I learned that's been helpful along the way was maybe even to pick just two or three topics and then find the interesting intersections of those topics. And that's even a way right there to start to create your uniqueness because two to three gives you enough that it's focused enough and you can say it in an elevator pitch and someone will remember what it is that you're saying. So there is that focus, but it's also multifaceted enough that you can come from a different topic from a couple different angles and really have something different to say because you're the only one who's coming at the topic from these few areas. So my three big ones that I finally, at least for now, have really been focusing on lately. So one, I dove really deeply into peak performance, um, specifically flow, the concept of flow, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, tapping into flow states, which is often defined as peak performance and optimal experience, the conditions in which you both feel your best and perform your best. So that was one topic where I did a really intensive training with the Flow Research Collective to even become a peak performance coach. So that's one of the facets that I definitely like to explore in my work. The other has been really zeroing in on the luxury sector and the high-end sector, that aspect of business building and entrepreneurship. It's just, it's a different world than mainstream mass market business building. So just thinking really deeply about those ultra high ticket sales, doing that for myself, and now also just through coaching, helping other entrepreneurs with that aspect. And then the last piece that I bring in here is travel, because travel is something that's always fascinated me. I think I told you curiosity is one of my core values. So I love going to new places, exploring the breadth of what the world has to offer. And even beyond that, I, to me, it's fascinating. We're living in an era where I am positive human beings, we are going to be traveling to space within the next five to 10 years. So that's even on my bucket list of goals is to be among the travelers that are, are going to make space travel a reality for human beings in the not too distant future. So just combining travel for growth and development with also entrepreneurship in the luxury sector and then thinking about the peak performance skills and habits that do allow us to be our best and perform at our best. Uh, I can just hear high-end retreats. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that I can help people do. Oh, crazy, crazy. But do you do them yourself as well? Or you just teach other people? So I have led some retreats myself. And then it's helping other people with all different aspects of it. It could be as simple as the travel planning, there's certain legal considerations. So I actually own a travel agency business. So with the legal considerations and the planning and just the connections with the suppliers, we call them, the different vendors in travel. 
I can definitely help people out with all of that planning aspect. But if you're really going to do a successful high-end retreat, I found there's a lot of the deep work that you would need to do as the facilitator. So I can just help you figure out that aspect of working on yourself and then also even just figuring out in terms of your business, how are you gonna market the retreat? How are you gonna build the connections? How are you gonna put together the community and find the participants? It's definitely a process, especially if you've never done one before, if you don't necessarily have a ready and waiting community, but I've definitely found it to be the most worthwhile experience. The way I think about it, when it comes to coaching for sure and so many aspects of entrepreneurship and business, the key result we're trying to help people with is always transformation. And travel in and of itself leads to transformative experiences. The very fact of breaking out of your routine and going somewhere new in flow, we, we know that this is one of the key flow triggers, rich novel experiences, which is exactly what you get from travel. So just the very act of taking yourself into a brand new environment, shaking up your habits and routines, and then definitely in a retreat setting where the way that most people run them, they're usually very intimate communities so you get to have that connection with other human beings one-on-one -on -one in that small group setting. The very experience is already transformative. So whatever else it is that you may be doing in your business to try to help your clients have a transformation, adding in that retreat helps the transformation. And then it certainly also helps with the luxury factor as well, which is the other one of my one of my other facets that I love to talk about. That focusing on giving people these beautiful, gorgeous, memorable experiences is what starts to make something truly a luxury experience. So definitely, if, if anyone out there is interested in transformation, in luxury, in high-end experiences, you definitely definitely should think about adding retreats into whatever it is that you do yeah i i would i could just listen to keep talking, <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> i'm mesmerized <laughs> well i'm looking forward to seeing the the retreats that you will do someday because i totally see you anna as being just a marvelous retreat leader i don't know if you've done any yet but just the energy that you bring to connecting with people and the way you're able to help people really tap into their deep uniqueness and then express that through their style. Like I, my head is already spinning, thinking of all the different exciting places where you can start to bring women and you know, just give them these really great experiences of being able to experiment with their sense of style, who they are. There's a way even in which travel starts to bring out different aspects of your personality so i totally see you someday just leading some really fabulous retreats and you better put my name on your list because <laughs> i will definitely want to be coming thank you thank you so much oh my gosh i'm flattered <laughs> that's so amazing well yes i would like to add to this wise words you just said it really is that travel it makes people 
lose their guards also. They, they are more relaxed. They're not pressured by their everyday life, as you mentioned. And they're off guard. And when they're off guard, they are more ready to learn, to accept new things, because again, new place, new things, they are ready for new things. And also, I like to work with emotions through body. And when you put your body in another space, you moved your whole consciousness to another space, to another level. Because you naturally synchronize with that space. And then you're not so um, alert to common things that may block you in your everyday life. Right? Would you Absolutely. agree? Absolutely. I love to speak about a heightened sense of discovery that just naturally happens when you go to a new place, precisely because it's breaking you out of whatever your habits and routines are. So just that interaction with the brand new environment, as you're saying, it truly is an embodied experience. And that embodied experience has all sorts of ramifications for our whole person, spirit and body. And it's amazing the kinds of transformations that could happen for people when they allow themselves to travel with that sense of heightened discovery. The, the one thing I will add though, is that you just talked about the embodied aspect, which is absolutely there. And the, the aspect I know you always have to match it with is the intention. So one of the things that I often talk with clients about, even as we're maybe planning their trips or talking about their travel experiences is how they can bring that sense of intention that intention to be open and present and aware of what may come up. And that when you're able to combine both that intention and then the embodied new experience, that's where the magic happens. Oh, that's amplified. That's growth amplified. <laughs> and also one other thing is our space, our environment from psychology, uh, our environment shapes us, shapes our personality. That's common fact. We know, you know, all scholars, you know, I know all scholars talk about it. <laughs> we are shaped by our environment as well. And when you, again, get out of that environment, you allow yourself to be free from some certain pressures and habits and that's really the transformational and really powerful aspect that beautifully combines with what you said so far so thank you thank you so much for this profound explanation and exploration of possibilities that we receive through simply changing our environment for a few days it doesn't have to be a lot just changing the space can create so much possibilities this is why retreats 
are done. And it works. Otherwise, all the great coaches would not have done it. But I believe that as far as I heard, every great coach needs to create retreats. <laughs> okay, I'm generalizing, but still, you know, we can play around with this. <laughs> so tell me, how would you say a style has a role in your industry? Does it have any importance in your industry or is it irrelevant? Oh my goodness. So a sense of style is absolutely critical for my industry. So starting even just thinking about being an entrepreneur and then specifically a luxury entrepreneur. So just being an entrepreneur itself, we were already talking about the major importance of leaning into what makes you unique is often so key to what makes you successful as an entrepreneur, and then specifically as a luxury entrepreneur. But the sense of style is so key. I love exploring what I would often consider a modern concept of luxury or a redefined sense of luxury, because there was an old concept of luxury that firmly grounded luxury in material things. But already there, a sense of style was certainly present. But this is a view of luxury that grounds it in your handbag and your fashion and the latest car. So all of those things obviously bring in a sense of style. My concept of luxury, the, the definition that I love for luxury is the relentless pursuit of excellence. And I do believe excellence has to be explored in all areas and facets. So there's both the material and the spiritual. When I talk with people about luxury, I'm often talking about self-care and self-exploration, as you put it, really tapping into what makes you who you are and what makes you unique. What are your core values? What is your personality? What are your boundaries? That was an important question I had to learn personally myself to even think about creating true luxury experiences for myself. Luxury is always customized, personalized to when it is done well. And when you have that, I believe there is just that beautiful combination of the spiritual and the material. So it is bringing together all the beauty of the material world. Part of what makes those luxury goods so quality and so luxury is that attention to detail, is that focus on the materials, the substance of the materials and the colors, bringing together all those different aspects and then combining it with the more spiritual aspects of the unique person. So absolutely, I always have to think about style in both of these ways. Oh, that's that's just beautiful, beautiful. I, I, I'm speechless. I really am. <laughs> it's like poetry. I always say, you know, when when someone is really in flow, when someone is really passionate about their work and their excellence, it's pure poetry. Because 
you are able to grasp your topic from all the different angles and everything matches together. It's a wholesome experience. It's basically experience. Listening to people like you is an experience. It's not just an, um, an event or um, something you um, perceive, but it's an experience. You, you feel it. You can feel it. And yeah, when we talk about luxury, right? Um, many times I've heard that if you want to buy something of value, buy experience. <laughs> One final wisdom from you and then we will need to say goodbye to each other. I can't believe we're already almost done. This has been so much fun. <laughs> Do you have one last sentence you would like to share? Something really, really wise. I should have prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It needs to be from the top of your head. <laughs> I guess maybe I'll just come back to this idea of luxury as the relentless pursuit of excellence and just break that down. That's always been really important to me. So first, even the question of what is excellence? It's a question that I think we all have to answer as individuals. So there to get back to your point of uniqueness, because we all are individual, unique, complex human beings. So while there are certain standards that would come from the conditions of reality, they all ultimately have to apply to us as unique individuals. So we all have to figure out our own concept of what excellence means for ourselves and our lives. But then I always combine that with this concept of the relentless pursuit, because you don't start with excellence. And in my experience, the only way you ever even get to excellence is by continually pushing yourself to grow. And you never really get there. That perhaps is the wisdom and the secret that there is no place where you finally arrive and there is excellence. Excellence is itself always an evolving process. We clearly see this in the best luxury brands, in the best entrepreneurial brands, and just in the best human lives, that there has to be always that continuous learning, that continuous growth, that continuous commitment to, as I say, relentlessly pursue whatever it is you've put up there on the pinnacle of what excellence means to you. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing this. And one last question, not the, the very last, but the almost last. <laughs> Are you open to collaborations? And what kind of collaborations are you most fond of? Absolutely. I'm open to collaborations from you, for sure, Anna, from oh, anybody you. in your audience <laughs> who might want to reach out to me. Um, 
probably the best way you can definitely find me on the social media platforms. I'm typically at Luxury Wellness Joya or just Luxury Wellness J because that was too long for Twitter and some of the other platforms. But you can definitely reach out to me on social media. You find me by my full name, which is Cara Joya Huenica Kizis. All my names are really important to me. So it was important that I had all four of them. So you can definitely find me across social media. I have projects where I'm definitely open to establishing partnerships. I will say this is even, especially as someone in the luxury sector of entrepreneurship, that the real way that you even find clients in this environment and build your business is precisely through connecting with peers and with referrals, because this is the way that high-end buyers love to buy. They want to get those trusted recommendations. So I'm always looking to find other people who share similar values, similar goals, exploring ways that we can work together, partner together, collaborate together. So definitely reach out and find me. Thank you so much all the details about where people can reach you either for collaboration or for hiring you to for your services will be on the, in the description for this episode and thank you thank you thank you that's all i can say you're an amazing person oh thank you and thank you for for inviting me and for sharing this opportunity of your new podcast i'm so excited to see this come to life for you Thank you for listening to the Style with Anna podcast. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about it, leave a review and subscribe. This is your way of supporting us and telling us our efforts are appreciated. I invite you to take the attraction style quiz at www.chooseyoursignaturestyle.com followed by a five-day email sequence You can go on a discovery journey and have a talk with your inner self like never before. If you would like to learn more about my speaker and guests, kindly refer to the links in the show notes. Listen, there is always time for transformation, even after a breakup, divorce or turning 50.